Welcome to the Story Night Podcast, a place where we share hearts, our hurts, and how God's wonder intersects with the story of our lives. A ministry of Calvary Mac. Here's our host, Jessica Campbell. Hello, ladies. This is Jessica, and welcome to our second episode of the Story Night Podcast. If you tuned into the first one, you got to hear from Bonnie in Santa Barbara, who was the founder of the Story Night Ministry, and just learn a little bit about how it started there and landed in Oregon. So for this episode, we are doing something a little different than what we plan to do for all of the future episodes. I have invited uh, three amazing ladies and friends of mine here in McMinnville, Oregon, who were the three first live speakers of the Oregon Story Nights. And I wanted them to come on just to briefly introduce themselves. They won't share their full stories because they have already done that, but just kind of check in with them how they're doing and what it was like to be Story Night speakers and a little bit of why we share stories um, in the first place. So I would like to welcome Amy and Lucetta and Eli. Hi. Hello. Hello. So just first of all, I was hoping to check in with each of you on how you're how you're doing in pandemic life. Um, are you, it's kind of a silly question to say, have you been affected? Because I feel like we've all been affected, but, but maybe in different ways. And, you know, one of the beautiful things of just sharing our life stories is finding those me too moments and getting to connect with each other. So I'm going to kind of go in order of of the speakers. Um, Eli, you are our very first Story Night speaker. So maybe you could take a moment and just introduce yourself uh, briefly to our listeners in case they didn't get a chance to hear your full story um, and tell us how you're how you're doing right now. How have you been affected? Are you struggling? And, and maybe have there been any blessings in this? Well, yes, I'm Elizabeth or Eli Walzik, and I'm a mother of two, happily married uh, for 34 years and and a music teacher. Uh, my story involved lots of things. I, I don't know that I can pick just one, you know, to highlight, but just to illustrate, everybody has a story. And the pandemic, with all due respect to all the people that it has hit hard, um, and I did lose a friend to COVID. Um, <sighs> I've been in pure bliss because my family's home and we are spending lots of great time together um even just being in the same house together not necessarily doing things together it's just very peaceful uh for me huge uptick in my cooking and baking um i'm doing new recipes every day going to the store getting fresh ingredients (laughs) so uh so far it's been a blast for me i could get used to this really easy but i think uh the story night idea that bonnie created uh, Jessica, that you reached out to me and asked me to tell you, that goes counter to what our world, me, myself, and I says. We don't have the time and we don't have typically the desire to reach out to somebody and say, tell me your story and then sit down with our mouths closed and listen. That's a rare, rare thing. So of course I did it. Somebody asked me, you know, why wouldn't I? And, um, and what, a, what an amazing journey and experience that was, way more than I ever expected it to be. I actually tried to mute that, and evidently this is the main phone, so sorry about that. 
<laughs> you know, I I have to say in our in our first episode, we kind of touched on this too, that um, I have never hosted a podcast before. Uh, I don't anticipate that many of us have spent a lot of time being interviewed or talking on podcasts either. And you know what? That's that's kind of the point. This is these are real women, real life, real story. And you know, there may be sounds in the background or something that goes wrong technologically and oh well. <laughs> and there it is. Okay, so that's my story. Yeah. Well I was so glad that you were willing to uh, be the first one, especially not necessarily knowing what I was talking about. I mean, I had seen these in Santa Barbara in person for years. And so to come to a new state and sort of pitch this idea and say, um, yeah, would you just kind of, you know, bear your soul and tell your whole story on a stage <laughs> to a bunch of women? You you were amazing. So I really, really um, appreciate that. And you had elements of your story of, you know, being an adoptive mother and of being a caretaker for your brother. There were just so many things that women who maybe had known you for a long time didn't necessarily know those parts of your story. And I think that's that's a big reason why we do that. So Lucetta, you were our second speaker in the fall last year and just wanted to check in with you and how you're doing. Um, maybe introduce yourself briefly to the listeners who didn't get a chance to hear your uh, pretty incredible story. I think you shocked quite a few people just even in your first three sentences. And just like actually all three of our speakers have had such amazing stories that so many of the women after have just been beyond amazed and um, inspired, really, by all three of you. So, Lucetta, who are you and how are you doing right now? To, to most of the people who know me and, and didn't come to Story Night, or, or even if they came to Story Night and hadn't heard my story yet, they would know me as, as a wife and as a mom and as a business owner um, involved in different civic organizations. And my story led in with um, being, I was going to share, or I did share my adoption story. Uh, and when I was three days old, I was sold on the black market, but didn't find that out until uh, I was an adult. And I started looking into uh, my adoption story and putting the pieces together. And, and so just talked about that whole journey. And Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Nothing that I was looking to do. And it wasn't that I hadn't shared my story before. I had shared it lots of times. So when you asked, I thought, yeah, no big deal. But then when you said, no, you have to write it out. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's more effort. But in that process, it was, it was a really great personal chapter for me. So thank you, Jessica. And thank you. Um, that you brought Story Night here from Santa Barbara. I agree that it has touched a lot of women and it's a really cool thing to have in our community. Currently, this COVID-19 pandemic has affected me as a business owner. Um, three of our five businesses are located downtown and rely heavily um, on tourism and that is gone. So a little scary looking at the season, the busy season that should be busy coming up and knowing that there's just nothing happening. So it's, it's been, it's from that standpoint really um, flipped our world upside down and we've had to lay off 95% of our employees and our kids have moved back home to quarantine and they are now helping out, you know, stop all the gaps and help in the family businesses um, just to keep, try to keep them alive and keep going. 
So, so that part is, it's just strange, you know, how you can be going along and, and never even for a moment realizing that something like this could happen and, and change things, change life as I've always known it in just a matter of moments. However, on the home front, it's been kind of cool. And we keep reminding ourselves of the silver linings. So the kids are home and it's been kind of fun to have family dinners and family time and slow down, take walks. And right now in, in Oregon, we're having some beautiful springtime weather. And so it's just beautiful to be outside and have the time to enjoy it, have the time to get in regular workouts, have the time to to just do the things that we don't get to give ourselves time for, or maybe as much as I'd like on a daily basis and also reflecting of of how busy life was and while I want things to go back and I want the economy to open I'm not sure I want it to go back to as crazy busy as it was so that is something I hope to move forward with well I can certainly appreciate that just knowing you personally and how many things you do and how busy you are are, but you have to say uh, more than anybody I know, you are the most laid back type A person I've ever met. (laughs) I'm just the ability to do so much, but just stay calm and go with the flow. I love it. You, you're a role model to many. Thank you. And Amy, you have been our most recent story night speaker and, and shared your story in um, January, and if I I just have to mention your promo video that we our kind of tech team put together, and just how amazing that that was. I mean, honestly, just those couple of minutes of your promo video were so inspirational and so meaningful to so many people before you even got on stage to share your story. So I was hoping, um, like Eli and Lucetta, that you could introduce yourself a little bit, um, maybe just kind of the the quick overview of your story for anyone who didn't hear it. And how are, how are you doing right now? I talked to a few people that thought the promo video was the story night, <laughs> they, that the tech team had done such a good job that they thought they saw it. <laughs> so kudos to them. <laughs> and I have to tell you too, that, uh, following these two amazing ladies, um, I felt like uh, I had uh, some big shoes to fill. But what I found exciting about this was that I thought I knew these two ladies. <laughs> and I learned so much once I listened to their story. And Eli and I spoke after I had after my story night. And I had confessed to her that I had learned so much about her. And that I even learned something about myself listening to her story because we had something in common with our story that I knew nothing about until she had shared. And then she shared with me that she felt that she could identify more with her mother because of the commonalities in our story. So um, I'm a mom and uh, a wife and uh, I, my two children I was blessed with. The first one uh, was born with a terminal diagnosis and uh, we had it for six years. And, you know, so my story was really about, um, not just being her mom and dealing with her uh, health difficulties, but then, you know, recovering from her death and then also dealing with my own health difficulties. So it really was a story about perseverance. And I felt like knowing what I knew that I had learned from these other two ladies, 
that kind of my job to get up on stage was to share that maybe this is what you know about me, but this is what I want you to know that you don't know about me. And I really tried hard to tap into connecting with people that I didn't know by um, sharing my vulnerability uh, when I got up there. And I got so much amazing feedback. And even people who told me, wow, I thought I knew you. And I learned this and this and this about you. And those things gave me a chance to connect with those ladies. And I was just um, in awe and humbled by how many people came that evening, as well as how many times the video has then been viewed after the fact. So, and in this pandemic time, it was hard to lose my job. Comforting that my husband was an essential employee. Scary because my daughter just turned 13 (laughs) and we're a lot alike and we bump heads a lot. And so I was concerned about being in a house just with her all the time because my husband works a lot. And she, the one of the blessings has been is she loves online school. And so because that's not a fight and not a bad thing, she's really in a good mood all the time. And we're having a great time together. I hope that my employment goes back to where, what it's supposed to be, but it, it really feels like very uncertain times. There's all this hope that things will just go back to normal and maybe it'll be a rollout or it will just happen. But I don't think that we'll ever go back to exactly the way it was. This is one of those things that's going to change and form our society into something brand new. Mm-hmm. And um, part of me is excited about that. Yeah. And I would really say that um, the less busyness has cut through the noise of life and brought me a lot of peace. Yeah. And I say, I learned one thing about myself. I thought I was really motivated to work out. That was when I had a gym to go to. I don't have a gym to go to anymore. And it has been, the struggle is real, my friends. (laughs) And this comes from a very competitive athlete. And even as a 45-year-old woman, I like to compete and work out. And um, I've been very inconsistent. I You know, I imagine how many women who have seen your video and heard your story were so comforted to hear you just say that right now. (laughs) I mean, this is this is an audio recording, so our listeners aren't able to see your faces like I can, but I'm just going to tell you who are listening, we, we've got a lot of nodding and, and <laughs> clapping and hands up and, uh, you know, in full agreement. I think this time really is sort of uh, shedding a light on uh, quite a few things and making it clear, you know, maybe where our motivations are or aren't when suddenly all these other things and scheduling norms are stripped away? I really think, like, in reference to my working out, I have discovered in some self-reflection and prayer that it's it's not always about motivation. It's about discipline. And that, that is a newfound thing with the changes that we've had in our life. We're all looking for some sort of motivation, but I think that it's really found within ourselves inside our discipline. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. So one of the things I wanted to ask all three of you about uh, is related to post story night. Was there any value to being a story night speaker after it was all done? And 
within that, what was what was the experience like for your family members? I, I think that was one thing that I noticed all three of you have mentioned to me in the past. Um, just you know what what that experience was for uh, for the family to hear you tell your story, which in many ways is their story. So Eli, why don't you uh, why don't you start? Well, thank you. Um, I think my husband was was there. My kids were not. They're not old enough. Um, but for him, there was only one aspect of my story that he didn't know about. Everything else he knew. And, um, and it wasn't a life changer for him or anything like that. Um, what I found very sweet was as I was working on this process and several months with you and, um, and trying to get things down on paper, at one point he came to me and he said, so am I gonna get to come? And I really appreciated that because up until that point, I couldn't tell if he gave a rip or not. You know what I mean? It was a big deal for me, but um, I wasn't sure if he understood that. And so I appreciated that he wanted to come. And I was glad that he was there. My other family members obviously weren't affected. And for me, post story night, it was, I got a very special notebook and I put my speech in there so that I could readily identify that notebook at any point in my existence and, um, and pull it out to share with family members or certainly to leave it for um, generations to come. Because I think it is important that we write down our history and this was just a, a great vehicle to do that. I think rather than post, what was more meaningful for me was the process. I mean, how many of us are asked in our lives to sit down and write out and really polish the highlights of our lives. Nobody or rarely does that happen. And so for me, it was a real journey to, first of all, throw up all the information and then to sift through and find the big points. And um, the, the most meaningful time for me was my mom broke her back and was in the hospital at this time. So it was just one more thing one more challenge to overcome. And I remember you and I shooting things electronically, you know, cause um, I didn't have access to my usual uh, tools. As she was recovering in the hospital room, I would go over the, the story night speech with her. I would practice saying it to her. Um, she would correct me on some details or add some things. And so it was fun to, at the end, kind of bring her in to again, do some more polishing and to have that person who knew what I was talking about to uh, have to practice in front of, right? Um, and so that was probably the more meaningful part for me was all the process. It was kind of like once it was done, it was done. It was lovely to hear from the ladies who were you know, in attendance. That was, and some of the comments that were made and things like that. And so, and the theme, of course, that we've always we've shared so often is, of course, there's always something about anybody's story that you can relate to. You know, alcoholic father, adoption, you know, gosh, a very disabled family member, abuse. You know, there's all these topics that are shared um, amongst all of us. And so it's neat to be able to hear it from somebody else and to be reminded that you are not alone. And that is the point right there. You are not alone. And I, that is one of the core reasons why we have Story Night is to share these 
stories, to share our, our shared experiences, both the joys and the grief, and to find that me too moment when you're sitting there and you're realizing that this person that maybe you've never met before, or maybe you thought you knew really well, but found this new piece to their story, their life that you have in common and that you can relate with, that was um, a bit of a surprise. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to do that. I think it'll be such a valuable thing for for your kids and and anyone. You know, it's it's preserved. Your story can now be shared to people, at, you know, 10, 20, 50 years into the future. So I appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So Lucetta, if I could ask you next the the same question as we sort of uh, reflect back on what it was like for each of you after story night was over, after you get off that stage, was that it? Was there more value to it? What was it like for you? Um, maybe were there any interesting just connections that came from that? Um, and also what was it like for your family? Any value in it for them? Yeah, definitely a yes to all three parts of that question. <laughs> um, so right away when I stepped off stage, um, there was the feeling of, whew, I was exhausted. I didn't realize how much that would take out of me. Um, it was a good exhaustion, but it was, it was a, um, you know, after you ran a marathon and you just sort of have that runner's high, it was a bit of that feeling. Um, but right away, uh, someone in the crowd touched my shoulder and I turned around and I was looking at a childhood friend that I hadn't seen for I don't know, probably a couple decades. <laughs> and she um, just happened to be at the story night because uh, a mutual friend that you had with her happened to run into you on a walking path, walking your dogs, and you told her the topic of story night. And and um, that person mentioned it to my childhood friend because it had to do with adoption. And so we had went to school together in grade school, but she went to a boarding school for high school. And I just didn't really, I just lost touch. Um, come to find out she adopted her children. And um, so she was just super interested to hear my story. And it was fun to catch up with her and hear not only her story, but how my story um, impacted her because she was listening to the adoptee version and um, relating that back to her her kids. So that was super cool just right away to have that, that connection. Um, secondly, it was fun to have my kids there and my whole family, Denny was there and my four kids. And while they've grown up, obviously in my home and they've heard parts and parts of my story, they had never heard it told. <laughs> I had never heard it told the way I did that night. So of course they hadn't heard it. And um, it just, it, it gave us a lot of one-on-one um, -on -one talk time with my kids and then a family talk time of just, wow, mom, we didn't know this part of you or tell me more about that or whatever. So that, that was super cool. And then lastly, I've gotten to share the link since then with people that weren't at story night. And so it's just it's it's reaffirming just to hear how it touched people in so many different ways and ways that I didn't even realize but but super cool and knowing that the vulnerability and all of that emotion and energy that went into that night it it was I mean obviously it was worth it for me personally it was good to tell that story but it was it was cool to see how um, it touched so many other lives that made it worth it even more 
I so appreciate you doing that. I think, like we've said several times, everybody does have a story. Um, and we are more open to sharing certain chapters of our story, maybe than all of the chapters. But when you kind of take that risk of vulnerability, it really does bless so many people in, in so many ways and in ways that you maybe never saw coming um, or that were pleasant surprises. You know, as I kind of turn the question over to you, Amy, one of the things you did that not every Story Night speaker chooses to do, and there's really no right or wrong way to do this, but uh, as soon as we had your recording done, you had it on Facebook and that thing got shared all over. There was no password protection, no kind of hidden link. You had to know somebody to find it. You you really put your story out there. So I wanted to ask, you know, what made you choose to do that? And are you glad you did? What was post story night like for you and your family? Um, so immediately after, I was energized in a way that I don't think I've felt in a long time. Um, as far as putting it on, on, you know, putting it out there, I feel like that because we did a lot of our journey, um, or I did a lot of my later life journey on social media, that I felt like people thought they knew what I had gone through and what my story was, but I shared certain things that I felt like people don't know this about me, and it explains a lot. And I figured if I was gonna be vulnerable in a room full of 200 people, and people watch what and take what they want from Facebook and those little snippets that I might as well put the whole thing out there for people who are interested. And if I could inspire just one person to pull themselves out of whatever they're, they're going through in order to do something they've always wanted to do, uh, conquer an obstacle, I mean, whatever it may be, um, they were allowed to take from my story what they needed to get. And I think putting the story out there and in that sense of, I didn't know certain things about Eli when she told her story and I thought that I knew her and I gained a sister perspective of being a caregiver. And one of the first things that she said to me um, in moments after I was done the story was that, thank you for sharing my story. And I just kind of looked at her inquisitively and she said, I can identify with my mother more now because her mother was a caregiver and I was a caregiver to my child. And, you know, the last wonderful thing that came out of it was that my 13 year old, now 13 year old was barely three when her sister died. And um, she feels like she didn't know her because she doesn't really remember. So being able to sit and listen to the whole story in one in one line except instead of little stories here and there I think gave her a sense of knowing her sister a little more than she ever felt before what a gift I mean for anybody to to be able to hear a family member's story like you said all in one thread where you where you see those pieces and how they connect to each other and and kind of see it all in almost like as one painting instead of just all the all little pieces separated out. That was a beautiful way to explain that. And and I really just appreciate all three of you so much taking that risk, take trusting me with something pretty new and uh, standing on stage and really kind of bearing your soul and, and sharing your story, inviting people into kind of a sacred space, really. 
and being willing to share that. I know it blessed so many women and that's our hope for the Story Night podcast as we continue this on. Um, we've taken these first two episodes as just sort of uh, foundational episodes with a little bit of history and introduction. Um, but from this point forward, each episode will feature one woman coming on the podcast to share her story. And even though we won't have kind of maybe the bells and whistles of the regular Story Night events with food and music and prizes, we will still have the stories. And, and that's really the heart of the matter. So just thank you all of you, again, for doing that. It is incredibly meaningful for me, and I think I speak for a lot of women that's incredibly meaningful for them as well. Jessica, thank you, because I got something out of it, not just the people who listen to me, but, you know, some personal growth, some um, stretching and growing of my, my own self. So thank you. And to close out, um, I just wanted to pray for all of you, all of you listeners, all of the future speakers, everybody who has a story, which means everybody. So if, if you would just pray with me, that would be wonderful. Father, I am so grateful for the opportunity to have any part in this ministry of yours, the ministry of sharing stories. I know that is near and dear to your heart because you are the author of all of the stories. And as long as we're on this earth, none of our stories are finished yet. And I know you're doing wonderful things, even in the chapters that are deeply painful and deeply confusing. I'm so, Lord, for all of the women out there who are in the middle of a really hard place in her story, I just ask that you would be there in, in such a clear and obvious way, reminding her that her story's not over yet and that you are writing something beautiful, that each each listener has a story that is of great value. And I just thank you again and pray for all, all the women, all the listeners who are uh, in the middle of uncertain times in this, in this pandemic life. Bless this Story Night podcast, and uh, we pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you so much, and um, we hope that you enjoyed meeting some of our Story Night speakers of the past and um, can look forward to hearing stories uh, for all, from all of our future episodes. Thank you so much, and good night. The Story Night Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Mac. For more women's stories, visit calvarymac.com slash women.